Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting, your Thrive Guide podcast. My name is Deborah Lene, and I am the host of the podcast. And welcome again to this episode. I am so grateful, as always, that you have chosen to take the time to listen. Well, this week was a very exciting week. My daughter, Bree, and her husband, Alex, they finally had their baby. And what I mean by that is she's due September, she was due September 14th. She actually had the baby on the 14th, but she spent 51 hours in labor. She's in Canada. And yeah, I'm not that familiar with how they birth babies in Canada, but I could have thought of a different way. And unfortunately, um, I was not able to be with her. So anyway, I'm so grateful that Genesis David Johnson made his safe welcome into the world. So I am that's been very exciting for us. And just as a side note, in case you were wondering, it's weird for me, I am now a grandmother, which is so weird. But my name will be Dee Dee. And um, so anybody that wishes to call me grandmother, you can kindly call me Dee Dee. <laughs> it just feels better to me. <laughs> in my grandmotherly state, I need all the help I can get. But anyway, so exciting this week. And hopefully I will be up in Canada soon. And so I am so grateful that my daughter Bree did an amazing job uh, delivering the baby. And so I'm thankful that everybody is healthy and well. This episode been on my mind a lot lately, and I'm sure it is because of raising my 10-year-old daughter, who's about to be 11, whom we are experiencing a lot of preteen attitudes and such. I wanted to talk today about uplifting our daughters and building self-esteem. And I know it's not a co-parenting subject necessarily, but it is a parenting subject. And it is one that both fathers and mothers can get help with. And I have been reading a lot. I My goal for my parenting of Ava is to help her be the strongest, most beautiful person she can be. And I'm not necessarily talking about actual beauty, but I'm talking about who she is and to become the best version of herself. And so, you know, I was thinking about how our culture is just saturated with all of these images and even the digitally altered images of thin women. And I feel like that raising girls and young ladies with high self-esteem can For me, it feels so daunting. And as parents, though, I believe that we have really a really big influence, and especially mothers, um, over by what we say and how what we do. I just wanted to talk about some of the ways in which we as mothers and as fathers um, can help our girls have positive 
um, self-esteem. One of the first things is body acceptance and then we as mothers modeling the positive body image. And as I said, mothers especially have such a huge impact on our daughter's body image. And I feel like it starts out at a very young age and it can be as innocent as when you try on a pair of jeans and saying, do these jeans make me look fat? Or being obsessed out loud about food or putting our appearances down and talking negatively about ourselves. All of those things can affect how our young girls and women talk or picture themselves. Um, I also think that when it comes to food and your body image, saying innocently enough, saying things like, oh, I was bad today. I had a pizza and chips. And I feel like that those things all contribute towards a positive or negative self-image, depending on how we as mothers talk to our girls about it. I feel like that if we can appreciate our bodies and all that they do for us, that that can go such a long ways. And if we mirror that for our girls, I believe that that can help help our, our young girls appreciate like our bodies are strong and all of the things that it do. I, I think that we can also write down what we love about ourselves, not just physical attributes, but you know, they're kind and gentle. I remember when Ava was young and Ava is a very, my daughter is a very beautiful child. When you look at her, she's very beautiful. And I'm, I'm not bragging, so please don't take it that way. But she is a very beautiful child. And when she was about two or three years old, it was kind of overwhelming. We would go to Target or wherever. And I mean, people just would be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so beautiful. So one day I decided to count how many times on a typical trip to Target that she heard that. And literally by the time we were done, she heard it 18 times. And I know that sounds like a lot, but it was. And I was, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, this is how she perceives the world to be. Like I'm beautiful. Everyone says I'm beautiful. And so what can I do as a mother that can help her understand that beauty is so much more than if you're visually pretty, right? Beauty is your personality. And are you kind? And are you considerate? And do you truly care for others? So I was very intentional about when we would go to the store and people would say, Oh, my God, she's so gorgeous. I would say things like, well, thank you. She's also smart. She's kind. She's considerate. So that Ava knew, and I wasn't being smart with the people, but I just wanted Ava to know that there's so much more than a pretty look. And, you know, at any moment, any of our looks can be taken away. God forbid someone's in a horrible accident or whatever. So the actual looks can be taken away. And so I think that it's so important that we as mothers 
when we're thinking about beauty, it's so much more than just physically beautiful. I think that if we reiterate to our children that beauty is more than skin deep, and if we look at ourselves as a whole person and not just beauty, but also the whole package. I thought too, you know, about the clothes thing, Brie or Brie, sorry, Brie, Ava has really started wanting to wear not, not provocative things at all, but just, you know, getting her own style and figuring out what that is. And I want her to have that independence and I want her to like what she wears. But I also talk to her about wearing clothes that she feels comfortable in, clothes that work with her body and clothes that make her feel strong and powerful, not just, you know, sexy or whatever these some of these tweens are starting to want. So I think that number one, the body acceptance and modeling positive body image is so important. I think to make our daughters media literate. And I, I believe that having a conversation with our daughters continually, not just sit down one time, but to become a critical viewer of social and media messages, pay attention to the images and slogans and attitudes, and how they make you feel if they make you feel good or bad about your body. And protest these messages. When we see them come across the TV screen and you're sitting with your daughter, protest that. Say, no, that's not what we want to look at. That's not what we want to see. And I think that if we spend more time doing those little things and and we will look at TV and with our daughters and even the commercials, right? You can even talk about this during commercials or when they're watching TikTok and you can decode and filter these media messages and look at how you can call out a female character if she only seems to care about boys or how she looks and really provide context for seeing an unhealthy relationship so that our girls know and I, I believe that if you do that and then reinforce your values, that this will teach your kids how to watch television and movies actively and not just passively, right? Which is a good thing for, for uh, their self-esteem. When I was reading over some of the things for the show uh, this week, I read somewhere where 80% of Americans watch television daily. And on average, these people, most people watch three to four hours of television a day. As you know, (laughs) that's a lot of TV. And that's a lot of messages that we are constantly receiving. And so I think if we choose to use media mindfully, and be selective about how we look at it, and we can limit screen time and limit social networks, networking. I believe that all those can help our girls, especially our girls on having understanding what they're being, what TV and social media is putting into them. So they can watch it and look at it in a critical thinking way. Number three, and this one is a big one for me is don't raise her, your daughter to be a pleaser. Oh my gosh. I was so raised to be a pleaser. And 
God rest my mother's soul. She was a people pleaser and everyone adored her. And I love that about her. But at the same time, encouraging your daughters to stand up for what they need and what they want. And then create opportunities for your daughter to be able to use her voice. Ask her, what do you want? And let her make a choice and then honor that choice. And we as parents should not be a people pleaser. As children, they learn the most from the same sex parent, right? And children will learn from our behaviors as mothers. So they watch us. And if we tend to please people and are a pleaser, they will mimic that behavior. It is required of us that we behave in a certain way, right? And if we as parents are people pleasers, our kids will will do the exact same thing. Of course, we should be polite and kind, but we should always stand up for ourselves. And teaching your child to, instead of resorting to like a herd mentality, we should take the right to stand in situations and events that require us to. Another way that we can help our daughters is by getting our children involved in sports teams early. And this is a big one for me. If anyone knows my family, I'm a very big sports person. But I didn't grow up in a sports family. But I will say that when Bree was 10 years old, we had a very tragic situation that happened to her personally, and her self-esteem went totally downhill. Immediately after that, I got her involved in karate, and she excelled at it. Of course, she excelled at anything in sports, just who she was. But I believe, as I look back on that, that that was one of the best things I could do for her because it was empowering. She felt like she could protect herself. And it began, she did sports all her life, softball, football, basketball, which anyone knows her knows she ultimately chose basketball as her sport. But having her become great at karate. It really pulled her out of her self-esteem issues that she was having. So I am a big believer in getting your daughters involved in sports teams early. And even if they don't take it all through play it all through school, I just think that it helps build self-esteem. And, and when you're validated in other ways, especially a team sport, that it can really go a long ways towards developing a child's self-esteem overall. Number five way is direct your praise away from appearance. So like I said earlier, when you think about that we need to make a very conscious effort towards balance, right? So instead of appearances like saying, oh, you're so pretty, you can say you're smart, you're kind, you're whatever those are, challenge yourself to really match every compliment you give about your daughter's appearance, really match it with at least two compliments about something that is non apparent, appearance based. And I think that do the same thing with all the other 
friends' daughters in your lives and all the nieces and the friends that your daughters has really work on complimenting them on non-appearance-based things. Another way is to help build skills that are independent of appearance. And I think that if we do that, we can really help our daughters. If anyone knows me, they know that I am the biggest believer in being independent, probably to a fault, but it's because I've had to be. And so I think that if we can focus our girls and help them become independent and make independent choices and have independent thoughts, I believe that it will go, like I say, a long ways towards building self-esteem and getting her involved in theater or music or art or anything that helps them express themselves through their words or creativity or activity is so great. I think we should praise efforts rather than performance. That kind of goes without saying, I know, but these are just some of the things that I've thought about as, you know, I'm raising Ava. Another thing is don't talk trash about other women. Now, I know I can be petty. I am not going to lie. And Teresa and Katie and, and my close friends know that I can be some pettiness, right? But when our daughters hear us talk trash about other women, that teaches them that it's okay to down other women. And so I think if we learn not to do that, it's good. And I'm working on it. So I said that for me, not just, not, not just for y'all. It was for me too. This next one is for the daddies. I think it's important that the dads don't treat your daughter like you're a damsel in distress. And I think when fathers treat their little girls as though they are fragile or helpless or little beings, the message is to them is your role is to look good so a man will sweep in and save you. And instead, I think if we give our daughters the opportunity and the tools to change her own tire, to use her own voice, and to speak up for herself, to play sports, to be able to brush herself off and get back up, I think it's a good measure to say, if I would do it with my son, I should be prepared to do it with my daughter. And I think that is really important for the dads. And so I think coming to a close, the most important thing that we can do as mothers and as our children's caretakers is to make sure that our daughters know that we love them no matter what. And that no matter how her appearance might change or how she dresses or how she might perform at something, We will always love them because even though kids are so reliant on their their peers for feedback, they still need to know that we love them and that we are there for them and we can guide them and encourage them no matter what. I really encourage each of you that we just need to listen, to be there, to pay attention We already know that the greatest gifts we can give our children is time 
and undivided attention. And this fact is especially true in relationship to building self-esteem with our daughters. Listening to our girls does not have to incur huge quantities um, to be effective. Even 10 minutes of true attention is worth the three hours of being together. So I feel like even, you know, if you guys have listened to my other podcast, my other episodes, there's a thing that I do with Ava called Pillow Talk, where we, you know, before she goes to bed, when she's in bed, she has five or 10 minutes to talk about anything she wants. And this is such a critical development for me to really know what's on her mind and to really hear. And and being a good listener does not mean offering judgments. And that pillow talk time that I have with Ava is not about a judgment. It's where she can say anything, whatever. She will not get in trouble. She will not be judged. There will not be criticisms or even I won't even give her advice. Simply hearing what your child or what our daughters are saying and restate his or her comments to show that you're listening is amazing. So for instance, if your tween is talking to her teacher and friends about being stuck in their own problems, you could say things you feel like no one at school cares. It might seem hokey pokey at first. But if we give regular and reflective listening sessions, we can help our daughters, especially but even our boys, our young men feel validated and worthwhile. I hope that this has been helpful and informative and encouraging and all the things that I pray it is for you. I hope you have a great week. I hope you will instill some of these qualities and things in your children that I've talked about. So I hope you have a great week and I look forward to talking to you next week. Hey mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at deborahlenay.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.